0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and Comfort King.
1: And welcome back to the show. I'm Mark Obenden with Neil Graff. We are thrilled to have Rocky Burkett with us here in the second half of the show. The the Northern wrestling coach. And Rocky, it, it feels like we've had this discussion several times over the years, but do you ever stop and think about how close? I mean, I know you did years ago but even this far removed from it do you ever stop and take the time to think about how close northern came to not having wrestling anymore
2: yeah i mean it's, it's pretty amazing still kind of remember that day I was, I was coaching at aberdeen central at the time so um but yeah i still remember it uh when it happened and the first news came out and um yeah i'm just pretty fortunate to have a great group of people that were able to rally the troops and, and get this thing going again
1: yeah i mean it same thing I can think of with Mitchell with their gymnastics program. It it basically was was going to go away, and Audra Rue uh, and and the the parents and the boosters or whatever they they rallied the troops and didn't allow that to happen. And uh, and look where that's gone. I mean, they've won yep. numerous state titles. They've had phenomenal individual gymnastics uh, success with gymnasts that have gone off to. College and and performed well there. I mean, it's kind of the same thing for you. That that makes your success all the more sweet, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, obviously, uh, I, we've pretty fortunate to probably achieve a lot. Like probably more than what I appreciate. Like sometimes we just want. I mean, we want to win everything. So like when we don't win something, it's like you think about that rather than like all the you know small victories we've had as a program um, over the last you know nine year going on nine years this year. Um, yeah, so there's been a lot of cool things and just hopefully, like, for me, when I took the job, it was like, I I just wanted to prove to, like, the alumni and, and all the supporters and give them something to be proud of again and, um, you know, be proud of, like, really, um, show them that, hey, like, this is a program that you guys fought for and, and, uh, we're going out and doing the things you asked us to do now,
0: so. Hey, hey, Rocky, Neil Graff here. Um, yep. First of all, congratulations on your success. And and you mentioned Aberdeen Central and the fact that you you were coaching there. Well, what's your background? Yep. I, I assume you were a wrestler in high school, college. But in, in, yep. in terms of what, uh, how about your coaching background? Uh, yep. Give us a little summary of that.
2: Yeah. So I, I wrestled through high school and college. Um, I'm from Indiana originally, and um, when I got done with college, I I still had um, I didn't really want know what I wanted to do. Uh, so one of my assistant coaches in college, he was out at South Dakota state now, or like two of my, one of my high school assistant coaches and one of my college assistant coaches, they were both at South Dakota state, um, helping out, uh, coach Lyles at the time. And, uh, they knew I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And, and they kind of got me in contact with coach Tim here at Northern state, um, was the head coach at the time. And he had a grad assistant position open. So, um, came out here uh did that for two years got my master's degree uh, i stayed on as an assistant coach i got another job. they didn't have a full-time assistant job at the time so i was a assistant coach on the side but i had a full-time job on campus i did that for i think another four years and then um the aberdeen central job came open and they kind of asked me to come over and do that so i did that for three years and then um this job opened up uh, like mark said when they were thinking about dropping the program. And, took that over so i've kind of coached in aberdeen my whole life man came out here as a to northern as a ga and um you know bob olson was ad coach tim was the head coach we had a lot of cool people coach fred was women's coach don meyer is the head men's basketball coach so got to learn from a lot of people while i was out here um at northern and then uh you know
1: learned a lot from gene Brunell when i was at aberdeen central wow I uh, just you talking about those names just make me go wow cuz what a great group of people for you as a brand new head coach in college to to have as mentors it doesn't matter if they're the same sport as you're in or not uh first of yep. all Bob Olson is just the nicest person on the face of the earth um yep. I I came up for the uh, the last football game of the year and saw him and just gave him a big hug and it was so good to see him and then of course you know, Don Meyer, I could go on and on and on and on about Don and, yep. and, and Fred's a great friend. And I, what, what a wonderful opportunity for you as a young guy to learn from these guys who've, who'd been around for a while and certainly knew how to do things the right way. Yeah.
2: Jim Kretschmann, too. He'd be walking around the building, too. I still see Coach Kretsch every so often. He'd come and talk to our guys, too. Um, you know, long time athletic director here, football coach. So, yeah, a lot of cool people I was around.
1: Who influenced you the
2: most? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Probably my family. Just like, you know, I I grew up my family was really big with me. I know like my, my grandma and grandpa they were really hard workers and you know, I, was, I probably got my work ethic from them. My mom always made me work and stuff. It was just seemed like that's all we ever did was just work, so got to wrestling and, you know, mm-hmm. success with, with wrestling. You know, the more you work, the more successful you are, so it's just kind of one of those things that I kind of took to at a young age, I guess.
1: Neil, I know you were a pro football player, but don't take any offense at this. I think wrestlers are the hardest-working athletes of any sport I can think of. Swimming might be up there, too, just because those swimmers, yeah. are, my gosh, they swim year-round and they're at it for about six hours a day in the pool. But uh, in terms of hard work, physical hard work, uh, I, I don't know that there's a, an athlete who works harder than a wrestler, is there?
2: I mean, it's, it's t- it'd be tough to find somebody, you know. It's, uh, just kind of a grueling sport, man. It's kind of a unique sport. It's, um, you know, I think it's a sport that can change your life in a lot of ways if you, if you're willing just to kind of, you know, buy into it. You know, a lot of people, it, it's too much work for, you know, but, uh, I feel like if you can embrace it, man, it can, uh, be a life-changing opportunity. No matter the success you have, you know if you just embrace the values that it has and what it can teach you, I think it's a pretty, pretty unique sport.
1: Neil, you played basketball in the winter instead of wrestling. I, you're, I, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and just, and I was a basketball player too. I I I just have always admired how well, especially you know, and, and it's it's probably not quite so much now as it used to be. I think there's a lot more limitations on what you can do to lose weight but yeah. I can remember, you know, the wrestlers walking around in these plastic bags trying to sweat <laughs> off the final two pounds before they had to weigh in. I mean, uh, the and, and I always wondered, okay, Rocky, maybe you can explain this to me. You've gone through all this to lose the weight to make weight. How is it you still have your strength to go back and do what you were doing <laughs> as well as you could? Yeah,
2: well, it's changed a lot since then, but you can't do the plastic bags anymore. That's been... I was outlawed before I even got to college. So um, I think we've made a lot of strides at the sport to um, really just get the athletes to focus on the nutrition side of things and just be in balance with your diet and, and, you know, putting the right things in your body. So obviously there's still guys that have to just to, you know, make the team better because that's where, you know, they kind of fit in the lineup. But I think it, it's changed so much since when I was in high school and stuff. Um, you know, I think really now our guys are just, and, and kids are just in shape year round now too. They, they train kind of year round where, you know, you might not re- do anything after wrestling season and you might gain 20 or 30 pounds and just cause you're out of shape and probably doing things you're not supposed to be doing and now kids kind of stay in shape year round and, and I think it's a lot, lot better. But yeah, you still have some, um, still have some guys that have to drop a little bit of weight and, um, again, I think you just get in a routine of, you know, after weigh-ins, what you need to put in your body to make yourself feel good and still be able to perform at a high level. So, um, but again, part of that's the mental side of it too. That I think makes wrestling pretty special. You have to um, be pretty, pretty darn tough uh, mentally um, to be able to endure a lot of the stuff that you have to go through
0: with wrestling. Hey, Rocky, I'm interested in, in your recruiting strategies. I, I assume South Dakota produces some some darn good wrestlers. But, but do you recruit on a regional basis? Where, where do your guys come from?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's something that we've really tried to do since I took over is, um, you know, get a lot, get some of the best kids from South Dakota. Um, so, uh, you know, a majority of our roster is from there. Um, and then, yeah, from there we kind of branch out. Most of our guys are from states that touch, touch South Dakota, whether it's Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, North Dakota. Um, that's the majority of our roster. Um, we do have a guy from Pennsylvania. We have a kid from um utah we have a kid from uh kansas on our team too as well but for the most part most of our guys are are right from that regional area um and i think the seven guys we've signed so far for this upcoming year um trying to think right off the top of my head i think four are from south dakota and the other three are from minnesota
1: so well if you look at how much success that we've had from south dakota with athletes in different sports Uh, we've had more Olympic wrestlers than we have any other sport by far, uh, (laughs) and, and Olympic wrestlers who have excelled. I mean, all the way back to Randy Lewis when he won a gold from Rapid City, uh, you know, to the Kozlowskis from up near you in Dolan, to, to Logan Storley, obviously, uh, not, not an Olympic wrestler, but he's chosen a different route. In fact, what's interesting about that is, uh, you know, when you're a college basketball player, for example, your goal is going to be to make the NBA if you're really good. Yep. If you're a college yep. wrestler, I'm guessing the goal is to try to make the Olympics and win a medal. But now, MMA has become such a wrestling-dominated sport that's opened up a whole new opportunity for these guys.
2: Yeah, it has, um, and I think you saw a little bit of a die-off with with um, our Olympic athletes for for wrestling, like in the 2000s, early 2000s. We weren't having a lot of success and, and, now USA Wrestling is, is pumped some money into it. So there's some incentives if you win some medals at the World Olympic Championships. And now you also have regional training centers, um, at different college sites that'll actually pay Olympic level athletes and they'll, they'll put them on a, on a salary. And, and um, those guys can make a pretty darn good living now if they're, you know, one of the top guys. So now USA Wrestling, our, our team going into this, we just, we just won. The World Championships last year um, and going into this Olympic cycle will probably be one of the favorites to win the Olympics as a team, too, as well. So, um, But, yeah, MMA, when it was first coming out, that that did take a big chunk of guys, and it still does take some of the better guys. But, um, you know, we've been able to do some things, some financial incentives now um, through USA Wrestling and the regional training centers to to keep some of those guys out in the mat and, and keep them competing for World Olympic medals.
1: And, but it is still cool to see somebody like Logan from Webster, from right yep. here, especially right up by you. Uh, it's yeah. pretty cool to see what he's done in a different sport that's taken his skills from wrestling. And that's made him, uh, that's, that's the reason why Logan's been so good is his background in wrestling.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I remember when I first moved out here, Logan, I think was a sixth or seventh grader. So he used to come over for some of our, Club practices we would do, so got a chance to work with him a little bit and get to know him over the years. And he's come back for we had him as a clinician when I was at Aberdeen Central for a camp too, as well. So yeah, it's kind of cool to see his success and and follow his career over the last few years in, in delator and and hopefully he keeps on uh, doing well, and maybe even get a shot with UFC.
1: Seventh grade, when he won his first state title. Yep, (laughs) yep. Uh, Six-time state champion in wrestling. I I can't fathom that. Seventh grade, Rocky. Seventh grade, you're beating guys that are seniors in high school.
2: Yeah, I think I went to my first district or region tournament ever that first year. I think he beat uh, one of the Edgar kids in the final. I remember watching him in the finals of that district tournament. It was down in Redfield. He wrestled with the Edgar boys, I think. So pretty cool. So and obviously you got Brock Lesnar too area as well, so that's kind of you know, another wrestler NCAA champion and you know UFC champion too as well.
1: Yeah, two guys from the same high school. You don't see that very yep. often. a uh, little yep. different makeup, a little different build, a little different personality types, but both Baxter <laughs> Burkett. Yeah,
2: yep. Yep, for sure.
1: Rocky Burkett's our guest. Rocky, uh you guys went to a, a huge uh tournament in Indianapolis. What was that like? Uh, cause that's, you know, I don't want to say it's bigger than the national tournament cause it's not, but it's like a national tournament, isn't
2: it? Yeah, for sure. It was, um, you know, it was a good experience for our guys. Um, you know, early on we were able to jump out and, and get a lot of bonus points in those first, in those early rounds. And we were actually sitting in second place or tied for first place through most of the first day. And then we kind of fell off a little bit. So I think it was a good, learning tool for our guys you know um hey man like you guys are capable of being up there but like when it gets down to deeper in the tournament we need to win some of those bigger matches so we can make it to the next day and, and uh keep punching in bone or uh points for the team so um overall i think it was a good learning experience we kind of fell off from there i think we finished ninth in the tournament but we did have uh, a couple guys placed devin bar um placed third at 157 and then uh, wyatt turnquist uh, ended up winning the championship at 149. So um, good to see those guys uh, do really well. And uh, we had a couple other guys that fell just short, kind of some heartbreakers in the round of place and, and make the top eight. But um, it is what it is. And, and uh, like I said, good learning experience. We know now that, hey, if we want to be one of the top teams in the country at the national tournament, like you've got to win those tight matches when it comes down to placing and because um, those placement points are really big uh, when it comes down to the final team score.
0: Hey, Coach, uh, what's your group of underclassmen look like? Uh, uh, how's the future shaping up? Um, good. I mean, we,
2: we return quite a few guys from um, uh, this year's team uh, next year, So, um, and we got some young guys that are red right now, so really excited about the depth we've been building within our team. Um, the last couple of weeks we've been down some guys, and, and we've been able to uh, still have some good wins, um, you know, with some of our backups in, and so that's exciting to see, and, um, you know, like I said, we signed seven pretty, pretty good guys coming in next year that we're pretty excited about from, uh, the area. So,
1: um,
2: you know, really excited for what, what we have going for the future.
1: Speaking of exciting in the future, what a time to be a Northern Wolf right now in terms of, you know, facilities and growth. And, uh, I, I was glad I made it up there for that football game because I got a chance to hang out, uh, or at, at, hang out. Looking at the sock softball field and all the new stuff, uh, and yeah. the football fields connected to the Barnett Center. And my gosh, it's uh, it's if you if you haven't been to Aberdeen for let's just say 10-15 years, and you're a, like an alumni, and you came back now, mm-hmm. I think you'd be overwhelmed. Yeah,
2: it is pretty cool. Like when I first got here, that none of that stuff was there. You know, we still have our soccer pavilion too, which is. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to go over there, but that's a standalone little stadium in its own, right, for our soccer program, um, you know, and, and we're getting ready to build a new forty or no, $30 million school business. Um, we've just built a new regional science center and three new residence halls, football. State. Yeah, so it's, it's crazy, and people walk into the Barnett Center, and they're like, you know, this is a pretty new building, isn't it? And I'm like, no, this is built in, like, the 80s, you know, and they've just done a really good job of upgrading it and, keeping it looking nice and everything, and um, people take a lot of pride in it, and, you know, really most of this stuff has been privately fundraised, so I think that's pretty cool, too, to show the amount of support that Northern alum have for this university.
1: Rocky, anything that was built in the 80s is still, like, new for me, so be careful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. well, I was born in the 80s, so,
2: yeah, I I don't want to sound too old myself either.
1: No, that's all right. Um, yeah, I was, I was already well into life by the eighties. So, it, uh, and, and, and your fan base there doesn't matter what the sport. I mean, in, in basketball, they always lead division two in, in attendance. Uh, the, the Barnett Center is really a, a unique environment. I, I compare it to Frost Arena in terms of how much fun it is to do whatever it is the activity is in front of those fans at the Barnett Center.
2: For sure. And, and this weekend, as uh, I hate winter weekends, so it'll be oh, crazier. They'll have the hot tubs out <laughs> and everything. We're <laughs> we're getting out of town. We're getting out of town for this one. So um, we'll be gone Friday and Saturday uh, for a wrestling event. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty unique uh, weekend for our, our alumni and, and fans. Um, and, yeah, it's just not too many people do it like we do it here at Box Arena.
1: Is um, uh, Mike Schmidt going to belly flop into the hot tub like he did yeah, the first I'm, year?
2: I'm sure he'll probably make a splash in there, so
1: and i I do think I recall the the women's basketball team dressed up in trench coats and had bikinis underneath and and flashed the free throw shooters from the other team during the men's game at from year to year
2: yes they they still do that I believe so, <laughs> yep. what a fun they usually time. Have people they yeah they usually have to hold back the student section along the baseline
1: <laughs> so Uh, you gotta love working there Rocky it's not work it's fun
2: yeah it is fun it's a it's a fun place to come to we have a great great group of coaches up here so um and like I said you can't you can't be coming to a place where so many people care about you know the university and our athletics and and just place in general so it's uh it's a pretty fun place to be
1: uh real quick Wyatt won that tournament what did that do for his confidence because that's like that's almost more impressive than winning a national championship with all the teams that were there.
2: Yeah, uh, it definitely um, his confidence is high, man. We 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 had a couple. We were at national duels uh, last week, and he took a couple losses. But um, you know, I, his confidence after you know going through that tournament at Midwest, I think, is still pretty sky high. And um, you know, really, the sky's the limit for him. Pretty pretty proud of everything he's done, and excited to see um, him compete the rest of the year. He's got a special kid with the does everything right so we'll see how things shake out for him at the end of the season
1: all right rocky thanks i'm really sorry you're going to miss out on i hate winter weekend because that is (laughs) i I, you know i should drive up there for that because we've done so many stories on it it just it it makes me laugh just thinking about it
2: yeah it's a pretty pretty cool environment to be a part of so all
1: right good luck for the rest of the year
2: all right thanks a lot
1: you bet rocky burkett our guest Neil and I will be right back to wrap up today's show after this. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such
2: a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance.
1: We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to kouriinsurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to Plus, offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat-later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together.
2: They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels.
1: Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Heatlator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Heatlator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775, or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Rams hucid speedway the south dakota golf association and Corey and the
1: fireflies well it's sure been an interesting show here with ben lieber one of my all-time favorites and uh in rocky burkett talking wrestling up at, at northern rocky's uh, just done a marvelous job of that program taking it from when it was almost extinct to where it is now and uh he should be really proud i i know the folks in aberdeen sure are gr- very grateful for him to be there when he was neil um uh, I was thrilled to find out at Arby's last night that the Wagyu burger, contrary to what I've been saying, is still on the menu today. Now, I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but it's still there today. So I, I was just thinking on the way home, I'm going to pick one up before it goes off the menu. I know yep. you have mentioned
0: the last couple of weeks that it, it was or would be off the menu, but it, it has still been there. So I'm going to load up the next week or so.
1: Yep. And, uh, and I, I was able to get, uh, two roast beef. You know, roast beef and cheddar sandwiches, one for my mom, one for me, the cheddar. We left the cheddar off hers because she's dairy free. Um, but she was, she was as happy as it gets. I should have taken a picture. She was just had her thumbs up while she was eating her fries and eating her sandwich. She was so happy. It's all it takes to make my mom happy is a trip to Arby's.
0: There you go. Good for her. What's say better hi than to
1: that? Her. I say will, hi to her. I will say hi to her. Well, she loves it when you're on the show. She looks forward to Wednesdays more than any other day. Thanks for being with us, Neil. Thanks for listening, and we're back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by
0: Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance. Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. The other day.